This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Robson Civil. Over 60 years of leading civil constructions experience. Visit robsoncivilprojects.com.au 7-Eleven. Hot food, hot and ready near you. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time. Welcome to Crunch Time, brought to you by 7-Eleven. You're never far away from 7-Eleven's classic, slow-cooked Australian beef pie or traditional veggie pasta. I can tell you this, coming out from Four Pines last night, I may have dived into the classic slow-cooked Australian beef pie. It was absolutely beautiful. No sauce, a little bit tricky to do while you're driving. That's okay. We welcome our listeners across the SEN network, including 1170 SEN in Sydney, 1620 AM on the Gold Coast, on your digital radio in Brisbane on SENQ, as well as the listeners on the SEN app and the SEN podcast. You can download the app anytime you like. And for those on Android, you can pick us up on Spotify. We welcome our man from the Sydney Morning Herald. He's the Chief League reporter, Adrian Prezenko, two-time Walkley Award winner, well and truly on his way to his third and fourth one. How are you? Yes, good afternoon. G'day, Joel, James, everyone. Uh, The great Adrian is here. Now, so too... I don't like to do this, uh, but the man they're calling the maestro on the Matty John's uh, Morning Glory show. Uh, how are you, Seal, by the way? Very, very well. Very well. <laughs> yep, that's okay. Well, you've got here James Magnuson, the missile. He said, still the fastest man ever in a textile suit. However, stand by, punters. There's a claim. A bloke last night in Kelowna in Canada, he's claiming it. He's claiming that he is now the fastest in a textile suit. It was downhill. It was hand-timed, <laughs> and he had a big breeze behind his back for both laps. Uh, former Port Macquarie Shark, James Magnuson, how are you? Oh, I'm good, Joel. I'm feeling uh, I could go back-to-back wins this week over my co-host. Yeah. Adrian Prezenko, Parramatta fan. Oh, you did. Smashed yeah. him last week. You're a Tigers fan. Thank Bulldogs, you, yeah. Tigers this week. Only how 30 that seconds in on already. He's rubbing <laughs> yeah. it in. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> one, one game. One yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're off the bottom of the ladder now. Yeah. I tell you what, I have been the number one, the number one antagonist when it comes to stupid buy points. Like, I, I honestly, in my head, cannot understand why we have them. Like, they, they make absolutely zero sense. And I've been searching the globe to find a reason why do we give out stupid buy points. Uh, to give you an idea, when we have these abbreviated rounds, we only have four games, right? In a normal round, we give away 16 points. That's what's up for grabs in a normal round with eight games. In a buy round... We have four games and we give away 24 bloody points, which makes no sense to me until this week arrived. And I realised, ah, that's why we give buy points away. You know why we do it? Because without with the stupid moronic buy points, Tigers would be last. We're not last. Yeah. Saved yep. by the buy points. Mm. Yep, you have been. Uh, how are you feeling going into the Bulldogs does, game? Does this end your crusade as well with the buy yeah, points now? I, I, but honestly, for the last time, mate, why do we do it? Like, what... In what world does it make any kind of sense to have it? It makes no sense. It is so stupid. We should we should put a challenge to our listeners. Can you find another competition where they give out buy points? Yes. 
or are we the only competition in the world that does it? It is so stupid. It may, there is no reason to have it. I'll tell you what is up there with being silly. Manly last night, we called the game. We'll get into that they game a little silly. bit longer. <laughs> so, yes, they did the right thing. There's a penalty on the bell, right? So you kick for touch and you get it right on the 40. Couldn't be in a better scenario. So here we go. Down by two, all Daily Cherry. I don't even think you have to tap it. Daily Cherry Evans has to stand on the 40, take the two-point field goal with no pressure at all. But what they do instead, Manly, Morgan Harper takes the tap, sends it back seven metres to Daly Cherry Evans, and now he's got a 47-metre field goal under pressure. Just take the tap yourself, Daly, or take the <laughs> kick. 40 metres out without pressure versus 47 with pressure. Do the math. That's on the same page as stupid buy points. That's Thoughts. pretty smart from you. That's not bad. So what, does what? the kick count as the I believe I believe the kick does count, but even if it doesn't, a quick tap by yourself, take the thing. So why why have the pass? And A, if you're going to get someone to do the pass, maybe get the dummy half to get pass the ball, not a bloke who passes once a game. What about the pass to Morgan Harper for him to do the tap? Like it's gone over his head. He yeah. had to rush back and sort of fumble, and it's let the Cowboys set their defensive line, so it's made it harder oh, again still. I love that for Manly. No, but I, I – I tell you what, boys. I went to nine schools and still didn't make it to twelve. <laughs> but if there's an IQ test, I'll run point five. And I hate the fact that this game of ours is a lot of smart people, but we keep representing ourselves as idiots with doing things like that. Well, look, your IQ might not be the lowest in the NRL, even if it is zero point five. Oh, just quietly, top point five. Might want. not be the lowest in the room either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, plenty to talk about, boys. Um, I tell you what. Let, let's start with things a little bit lighter. I tell you what caught my attention. Uh, leaving this great show last week. So it is within the seven-day window. I go to uh, – a mate of mine's just had a baby, and and so I'm going to drop in and have a beer with him and go to the pub. And and uh, this bloke comes running up to me. And and people love to show me their winning multis, right? And he says, mate, can I show you what my girlfriend did? She turned five bucks into four and a half grand. I said, wow, that's good. He said, yeah, we're going to New Zealand. Uh, looking forward to that. I said, what has she done? Yes, I can say that. Uh, I said, what, is, what has she done? So anyway, um, he shows me the thing. And, and his bet was, it was, who did the Titans play last? South. South. Yeah. yeah. So his bet was South City to win. Yeah. Alex Johnson to score two or more. Yeah. Tino for Saul Muller. Are we? To score two or more. That is a bizarre bet. Mm. It, well, it's a bizarre bet, right? Five bucks turns into four and a half. Wow. And he said, you know the beautiful thing about this? I said, how did she get Tino? Tino only played half the game. Yeah. Um, he said, I'll tell you why this bet won and how we got this. He said, when my girlfriend put it on, right, he said, she loves Alex Johnson, right, and she absolutely loves the hammer, a miso tabuai fado. And she thought Tino Fasul Malawi was the hammer. So when, <laughs> <laughs> so when she put the bet on, in her head, she's backing the speedster, a miso yeah, tabuai yeah, fado. Yeah, yeah. But unbeknownst to her, she's backed Tino. Who scores two tries and five dollars turns into four and a half, and they're on their one way the to New Zealand. One of the great bets. When he started on the bench, they must have been worried. Oh yeah, because he didn't come on until like the thirty-minute mark or something. So she was cheering the hammer. At what point well, did she realise? Who doesn't either play for either no. team? No, <laughs> that's a beauty, isn't it? That's good. Anything catch your attention this week, boys? What caught my attention this week? Uh, Tony Kemp of SENZ. Oh, SENZ. Yeah. yeah. He said that he thinks that Penrith may score 100 points yes. against the Warriors today. <laughs> have we s- what is the official start for that game? Uh, it, it'd have to mid be. Mid to high 20s. I'll tell you. It'd I'll tell to. you. While you tell us what you, you noticed this week, I'll tell you what. It's got to be injured towards 30, doesn't it? 
It would have to be. It'd have yeah. to be some sort of record, I reckon. There, I'll tell you what, I've never 27 seen 27 and a half. 27 and a half. That's uh, not generous enough. No. Nah. No, nah, I think it should be more. Wow. And what about the uh, Dragons were racing the clock there for a while too, weren't they? Yeah. Well, that... It's it's just been an exciting time for uh, players getting hooked. Like all the talk about uh, Redmayne and Matty Ryan and the the Socceroos, uh, everything that's happened there. But what about uh, poor old Lachlan Ilias? What there's 51 minutes to go in the game, yeah. And I can understand like they're they're down almost 32 nil, and the coach is thinking Dimitri is probably going like I'm going to spare him. I don't want him to be a part of this. But I think it's more humiliating getting hooked yeah. than it is not being on the field when things are going really badly. Totally agree because it points out that you're the problem, doesn't it? That's what yep. it looks like. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Have you ever been hooked? Shit, yeah. Really? <laughs> hey, we played. Um, we okay. We were playing uh, Manly one day, and I think it was Leichhardt, and I'd been out for six weeks. And what was happening towards the end of the year? Corey Pearson, right? We drive together, and he'd say during the week, "He goes, do you want to go for one, right?" and as it turns out, we actually never in our lifetime went for one. It was always more, right? So this one becomes six or eight. Anyway, I was coming back playing reserve grade the next day or something. I'm so yeah. embarrassed to tell this, by the way, because I was quite <laughs> professional at one point. And the morning of the game, Tim Sheens rings me. He says, mate, um, you can have a sleep in because uh, you're playing first grade tonight. And I went, oh, Right. I said, uh, <laughs> where are you going to play me? He said, oh, mate, I've always thought you'd make a good dummy half. Oh, so it's gone no. from, A, a, a I'm not playing, yeah. So A, I'm feeling a bit dusty. Wow. B, I was playing reserve grade, which you could sort of cruise through. Yeah. Now I'm playing first grade, so that's a problem. And now I'm playing the most arduous position on the game, which is dummy half. Hooker. Yes. Against it, who? Manly. Oh, God. Had you ever played hooker before? <laughs> Never in my life, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I go to, so this is what happens. So Des Hasler, quite smart, first set, right? Every single run is at me, right? <laughs> so my Chiminda is hanging out big time. <laughs> so we get the ball. This is our first set with the ball, and there's like a minute 30 on the clock. And so I get the dummy half, pass it, and it's like throwing a brick. The next play, boy, and by the third play, Mark O'Neill is pushing me to dummy half. Oh. We kick. Someone finds touch. Have the scrum. Come out of the scrum. First scrum, first scrum I've ever been in and only. And there's an interchange card. <laughs> After about two and a half minutes, Kane off. Oh, I lasted about wow. two and a half minutes. That's my wow. my career at hooker. Wow. Um, yeah, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. By the way, our best contributor via call or text today will win a Dometic Thermo bottle. Dometic has you covered with their drinkware range. You can fuel your adventure with Dometic drinkware. Speaking of that, um, and similar shenanigans, and again, so embarrassed to tell this story. Last game of the year, we're playing Parramatta one year. Uh, I think it was out at Parramatta Stadium. And at halftime, one of the boys... Given it's our last half, he's sort of jokingly around, tips out, you know, the tray of water bottles that you have? Yeah. He tips out one of the water bottles and he fills it up with beer, right? Yeah. So what I'd typically do, and I forget about that, and there's about two minutes to go, and I've got this kick from the touchline to either draw the game or win the game. And what I would do, Andrew Leeds would come on with the tray and I'd grab a bottle and I'd normally splash my face with it, right? Yeah. And so there's two minutes to go in this game. I've sort of got the water bottle, splash my face on it, and there's... It's the one with the beer, the beer, which I forgot about, right? <laughs> Kick the goal, so I'm up and about. I said, Leeds, you give me that bottle back, right? And there's about 30 seconds left in the season. Bang, big swig, and away we go. So it's just it's just <laughs> changed how things would happen back in the day. Early start to Mad Monday. Early start, yeah. that's exactly right. Talking about the hooking, do you reckon they hooked the right half in that game? Like Cody Walker had the angry pants on, yeah, but yeah. he was so off his game. Like sometimes I feel like, just chill out. 
and focus on the football part of it. Yeah. Is anyone missing Adam Reynolds more oh. than Cody Walker? Because Adam Reynolds was the calming voice that had, you know, when he was, you know, fighting with his teammates, fighting with the opposition, looking for blues that didn't exist. Yeah. And got him focused on football. And now, I mean, Lachlan Ellis can't be expected to be that, like, especially when he's not on the field. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, it's his, his game's deteriorating. Cody Walker last year would have been what? Top five players in the comp, easily. like particularly oh, leading easily. into that grand final. Yeah, he was top on three. fire. Yep, he wouldn't be in the top twenty now. The thing is, it's not just Adam Reynolds because they lose Jaden Sewer, they lose Dane Gagai, they lose Benji Marshall would be bloody handy for him. Yep. Or twenty twenty one Benji Marshall would be handy yeah. for South right now. So the, the, you lose Wayne Bennett. It, it's very intriguing to see how this rest of the season pans out for South, isn't it? it? Isn't it funny? Like when things go wrong, they go terribly wrong. Like even Cameron yeah. Murray, who I can't remember ever seeing him miss a tackle, missing a tackle that leads to a try. Yeah. yeah. And again, like there's, you know, extenuating circumstances. Like he's played three games in eight days. Like he'll never miss a tackle like that again. But even the the guys that hold that are the gold standard, like they all sort of fall apart when when things go wrong. Yeah. 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 It, it's fascinating. Um, and this is where, and I thought this would happen. I actually said at the time. So after about, this is probably about round six, perhaps, and Adam Reynolds has had a blinder and everyone is putting the slipper into South. You know, why'd you let Reynolds go? Blah, 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 blah. And I thought, hang on, we're six games into a three-year contract, you know, which is the best part of 70-plus games. Yeah, I'm not certain that they've made the wrong decision. I'm not certain they've made the right decision. But uh, now you're already starting to see the narrative spin back the way of South where he's been missing a few games, Adam Reynolds. And now people are saying, have South done the right thing? So it's funny how people are all down the path one way saying, worst decision of all time. Now they're all down the path. So where are we? Is it a good signing for the Broncos? It is a bad release for South? What, what is it? We, we won't know for three years. Yeah. So we we, we yeah. can judge it at the end of the contract rather yeah. than at the start. But the fact that South, uh, sorry, the Broncos are winning games without Adam Reynolds, does that also <laughs> speak to the influence yes. that he has I yes. think so. on that team? What, the, you know how there are some guys like you your Ben Kennedys that, that um, come into a team yes. and they become, they train at a really high intensity. They make everyone else more professional. Yep. He's Adam Reynolds is that for the Broncos, isn't yep. he? All ships rise with the tide. That, I yep. think that's a very, very fair point to uh, have your say. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. By the way, boys, um, Manly, well, St. George Illawarra took eighth spot. Manly at 26 points to 12. Temporarily, we're in the top eight. There's always a shooting team. Who, who's the... Team flying home to scoop that eighth position. Do South kick back with Latrell? Do Manly find a way? Do Canberra, are they the team who flashes home? Is there another one, the Dragons perhaps? I'll tell you who the concern is. The Roosters, as we speak, aren't in the top eight. They were my pick to win the whole thing. As we speak, they are, yeah. They are in ninth spot. They oh, play the wow. Eels at Parramatta's home grounds at Combank tonight without Luke Keary. Wow. All of a sudden, like, they're the, I think I'm not, I'm not Robinson Crusoe. A lot of other people were tipping them to, to win the comp. They could be well out of the eight by the end of the day. That's wow. a that's a huge I didn't question. Know that. Let's that have a look massive. at this draw. Yeah, they're ninth. I, I did not know that. I, I think Souths with Latrell will come home with a wet sail. They're just a different team. Um, the Roosters, that's a, that's wild. If they were to miss the eight, I picked them to win the comp as well. I yeah. picked the Cowboys to get the spoon. So yeah, what would I know? <laughs> <You> know. <laughs> right, uh, next fortnight for the Roosters, Parramatta Penrith. Yes. And I mean, they have that's... the buy. So they get two points, which is uh, <laughs> fantastic. Well, Very handy. until you change the rules. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's so stupid. Uh, one 300 is the way to have your say. Uh, the maestro, here he is. 
So, mate, you played a major hand. I, I saw the ratings for the Morning Glory this week just went through the roof. Uh, Andrew Johns, Matthew Johns, Andrew Webster, and the maestro. It was interesting to the um, inner about. You got your mic on? No, your mic's no, not working. Not you used up working. all your word count. Uh, on Friday morning, uh, tell you what he was a big part of it. He, he's the man for soccer. He's a round ball. Don't worry about that. They, they need to, do you have a feature on the, um, the the show with Simon Hill and the team? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a key feature of that show. Yeah, talking so. about the round ball. But yeah. um, no, it was good fun to be in there. Joey's Joey's got so many interesting views on the game, yeah. and there's so many you just hear and go. I'd never have thought of that in a million years, and it's probably a fifty-fifty split down the middle whether you. T- as to whether you think that's absolute genius or throw that out. I but want to know what he thinks about the buy points. Yeah. Joey yeah. That's a good on one, that. actually. It's yeah. just stupid. Yeah. It's just, it, it, there is no – but honestly, by the end of the show, if you can give me a valid reason, as, as other than confusing the latter, right, which Tigers, if they're running last, they're running last, but they're not because of the buy points. Mm. Other than confusing the latter, what in the hell do we give buy points for? Um, sorry, Maestro. <laughs> I was done. I'd made my point. Oh. Joey was interesting. Webby's – well, Adrian, you know, Andrew's... Forthright. Forthright. Yes. That's the perfect word to describe Andrew. And Matty's controlling the show while, you know, <laughs> he's a big personality, Matthew. Yeah. And he's fantastic fun to work with. I saw he's... Benny Hogarth. Uh, he produces the show. He was out at uh, Four Pines yesterday. Yeah, he was out with uh, Tony Mestrov. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, was there, yeah. Having a nice little lunch. Jeez, he's fit. How much weight Hasn't did he, he lost? He's, w- he's lost weight immense. How uh, much? Upwards of twenty kilos. I think. Yeah, he's wow. he's done a transformation. He's looking like a tall, dark, handsome yeah. again. Let's, Benny let's see what a couple. Are we, are we talking about Mestrov or, or no, no, no? no, no. no. Oh, right. I was going <laughs> to say. I was going to say. Let's see what uh, two or three years at Manly does to <laughs> yeah, uh, Tony yeah, yeah, Mestrov. Yeah. What's the run rate there at the moment for CEOs? We've had how many and how many oh, years? I think since the Northern Eagles mm. debacle, I think at my count it's about. 13. 13? I think some, something in that vicinity, like a baker's dozen. So wow. They're very good at appointing CEOs. They're just not very good at keeping <laughs> them in the crazy. job. Crazy. Uh, now, gentlemen, uh, it is that time of year where we're starting to see a rush before August 1st to switch players. Uh, Luciano Leilua, is he wearing a Cowboys jumper come semi-final time? Yeah, absolutely. So that was a really interesting one because, and I spoke to Luciano on Tuesday, the Tigers released him on Tuesday and announced the release uh, on Tuesday as well. But the Cowboys at that stage hadn't signed him. So they're thinking, well, why should we sign him? Because he's not going to play this game against Manly. He's not going to play the following weekend because of the representative round where, and he intended to play for Samoa. And Todd Payton was sitting there thinking, well, hang on, why sign him at all? Why don't we wait until he gets through that representative round? Because if he does his ACL, what's the point of us having you know, uh, blowing the rest of our salary that, money for what, the year. Is that the hold-off? That's, that's why it's there was a hold-off. So yesterday, Luciano made the decision to pull out of the Samoan test, and then the Cowboys have signed him. Oh, they have signed him. So he Jeez. is now officially, as we speak, a Cowboy. And that's what the delay was about. There was talk that it was salary cap related. It was none of that. They were just thinking, what what happens if we sign him, and then he mm. does it, a serious injury in the test match. So the Tigers have been an easy sort of uh, pot shot, but so were they in their right to announce the re- they no, had released no, but, him? But he di- he wanted to go. Yeah. He didn't want to be there, so they released him. He's yeah. off the books. There's no point paying him. He, yeah. he wasn't going to play this weekend. So the Tigers did the right thing, and I think the Cowboys did the right thing in deciding not to sign him until 
they realised they were getting him yeah. without that, that threat of injury hanging over him in a game that didn't concern them. But people are up in arms saying, oh, the Tigers have pulled the trigger early. Cowboys haven't even signed him. But that's not the Tigers' that's problem. That's not the Tigers' problem. No, he, yeah. he wanted a release and, and they gave him one. Yeah, no so, the so, he's, so he's off the books and they're saving money. So oh. they're free to tweet away and say he's been released and all the best because that's what happened. We don't care yep. whether you've gone to the Cowboys or Correct. Timbuktu. I have a question that you'll probably know the answer to, Adrian. They keep saying the Tigers free up cap space. Is that money that they can use on next year's salary cap or are they looking to buy someone this year? They could use that this year if they so chose, yeah. but given where they sit at the table and what's yeah. available, there's not a lot of upside in buying it now. So they can prepay someone, for instance. Ah. So instead of paying an existing player all their money, they can pay them more if, if there's someone needs an upgrade or they can potentially okay. prepay them. Front okay. loaded. Front loaded or... Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so, so they can... They can manage it in different ways. They don't necessarily have to buy another player to replace him. That's very interesting because it was confusing me. I was like, why would Tigers be worried about cap space this year? Like, yeah. they're bottom of the ladder. Like, it doesn't matter who they buy and who are they going to get for that short period. But that makes sense. So it, it has impact on their cap for Absolutely. next year. How, how they choose to spend that money, whether it's now or later or, or you know, bring up a development player or, or use it on someone else, that's totally they could up just, to them. They could bump Luke Brooks up to 1.4 maybe. The poor bugger would only be on a million dollars next year. How's he going to live off a million? No, but just on that, right, and, and this is another thing that I would put – I've said this for 10 years – it's manipulating the cap. So if the Tigers or whoever else front load because they can, yeah, right, yeah. you're essentially giving yourself an extra two hundred thousand in next year's cap, which yeah. every other team doesn't do. So yeah. for me, I would make it compulsory, and I'd say to the clubs, listen, you can pay your player however you like. You, you can pay them two hundred, four hundred, uh, two hundred, four hundred, and say three hundred, right, whatever it is. Yeah. But as far as we're concerned. You've entered this kid in here for 900000 over three years. So whenever you pay them, give it all in the first week, we don't give a rats, they're in the salary cap for $300,000 a year. Front-loading, back-loading is all completely finished. That rort's gone. Why don't mm. they do that? Yeah, it's interesting too that the other fly in the ointment is the player valuation thing that the NRL does. So, for instance, yeah. people are talking about Matt Lodge yes. and where does he end up. Yes. And the NRL is saying, well, you know, this is a player that we value at X amount of money. So he's worth about $200,000 or $20,000 a game yes. until the end of the year. So a club like Parramatta are thinking, well, yeah, it'd be handy to have him as a backup, but we don't want to be paying him that much now, but maybe yeah. in four or five weeks' time, in case, you know, RCG or yeah. Barlow goes down, yes. then we could have it's him like for a, our finals run, much like Tavita the Panthers Penga. and Tavita Pango Jr. I don't year. like that. I don't like it. I don't like it. No, I don't like it either. No, but it's a very arbitrary figure. I mean, yeah. what, what's Matt Lodge worth? He's worth whatever anyone's prepared to pay yeah, for yeah, him, isn't yeah. he? But if Matt Lodge is there on grand final day, his notional value is the same whether he started in July or August. But I'd be thinking the same as a club as well. Well, uh, why, would, why would we be paying? We've only got 200000 or 20000 a game. Yeah. And we've got 100000 in the cap, which it shouldn't be 100000 in the cap. It should be prorated on the basis of the year. So if you've got 150000 in your cap and we're two-thirds through the year, yeah. well, you've only actually really got 50000 in your cap, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Because come grand final day, Matt Lodge, regardless of how much time you've had him all year, he's an $800,000 a year player or whatever that number is. Yeah. So the salary cap shouldn't be what's left. It should be what's left 
divided by how much of the season have we burnt? It gets Thoughts? dicey, doesn't it, it? He could almost be a million-dollar player yeah. if someone picked him up. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that outrageous? What, what I'd be thinking, if I'm a player at a bottom four club, like actually, let's say a bottom six club, <clears throat> and I'm coming to the end of my contract. This is the end of my contract this year. Yep. Next year, I'm, I'm going elsewhere. If it's coming into this time of the year, I'm saying to my manager, get me out of this contract right now because I'm a chance of being picked up by one of these top four sides and playing in a semi-final series. How many players out there would be agitating for that right now? Like, like a Luciano. Well, Luciano yeah. Lula could be going from the potential wooden spooners to, to a grand potential, final. Potential premiers. Yeah. He, he could win both, couldn't it's he? It's insane. Yeah. So why, why wouldn't someone like him be agitating for a release? And why wouldn't there be a whole list of players yeah. in that, those bottom four? Like if I'm at the Titans right now and I'm, I'm towards the end of my contract, I'm saying to my manager, get me out of this before August 1st. I want to end up at a semis, a semi-final club. Yep. So I, I actually think um, what happened with Tavita Pengo Jr. last year was farcical. And as it turned it was. out, he didn't play in the grand final. Unless you have given a player a contract for the following the year, so yep. unless Tavita Pengo Jr. was staying at the Panthers this year, yeah. it is farcical that a player like him can go to the Panthers for a tilt. As we say, rugby league gods intervened and said, well, no, you're not playing he in the was, grand final. He was still a huge part of beating the storm in that yeah, semi, though. Huge part. It's not it, right, is it? Is August too late? Like, is it even yes. if, it well, yes. was, if, yes. if you made it June, it's yes. like if all of a sudden Matt Lodge was playing for Parramatta yep. in, in June, you think, well, he's a Parramatta player. Yes. yes. Whereas he he's, hasn't contributed to where you get to, and it's just very opportunistic. When did it become August? I thought it was June 30, end of the financial year. When did it become August? Recently? It was June 30 for yeah. a period of time. I think COVID sort of threw that out a little COVID. bit. Mm. Yeah. But to well, give you an idea, so round. Round 21, right? So when you get to round 21, 80% of the season, the regular season, is done. 80% of the regular season is done. Yeah. And you can go and sign somebody ahead of round 21 yeah. for five games in the finals. It is stupid, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Was it only changed sense. Was only changed last year, James. We've, I've got a news story up here. was changed exactly as you said, Sugar, back from June 30, which is where it used to be. Should mm. we... Why have we kept it there? I do like the loan system though, because we would not know, or, or we wouldn't be talking about Harry Grant. Had he wouldn't have had an opportunity to to come out, and it was obviously he was part of that historic swap with Paul Momorowski, yes. which worked for both clubs at the time. Although yeah. it worked out better for yeah. Harry and the Tigers <laughs> for yeah. a imagine short if, period imagine of time. Imagine if Roosters offered Momorowski a swap for <laughs> Harry yeah. Grant now. Yeah. <laughs> but but we wouldn't be we wouldn't know how good a player yeah, he was like, because I you like wouldn't that. have had that opportunity. Yeah. Like you know when you're behind Cameron Smith, you're behind Brandon Smith. Yeah. Um, and that gives him an opportunity to develop. Um, it helped the Tigers who didn't have a, a bona fide hooker at the time. Yeah. So I, I think that's still that aspect of it works. Well, and it also helped the Melbourne Storm because. They then get a player who's not starting first grade, a bloke who's got a season under his belt and an origin under his belt by then. Yep. So it helped the Melbourne Storm as well. So uh, there's plenty of other clubs who have got some talented players in the wings who could uh, a win-win situation by giving their play. Uh, yeah, we'll go to the text line with a stack of text messages, which we appreciate. Afternoon champions. Oh, WBW. Uh, Flemington race two, number two, Diamonds. Get on, PS. It's good only wearing a mask with the zipper in it. Okay, good on your reptile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's lovely to hear. I know why he calls himself the reptile now. Yeah. He's an animal. Yeah, he's got a thousand kids. Reynolds' move <laughs> might end up being best for both. He's given the Broncos confidence and South of... 
some great young players coming through. Bronco successes now. South is yet to come, but in three years, they both might see the Reynolds move as positive. That's a very good point too, Daniel, because yeah. blokes like Ilias are uh, getting the full season now ahead of their time. Uh, Spanks says on the text line, I want to hear Kane pushing the last set after the siren as hard as the no points for a buy wagon. It's a fantastic idea. Would have been brilliant at the end of the game of the Manly game. Yeah, so my big one is this, where I hate seeing this, where a team earns, and it'd be a flat finish to a grand final of State of Origin as well. So there's 40 seconds on the clock, you're flicking the ball around, and there's a repeat set earned. So you tackle yeah. the player in goal. And then what happens is everyone just stands around and we walk off the field and it's half-time or it's full-time. No, no, make them have the goal line dropout. What do you boys think about that? Yeah, I, I don't mind it. Um, I find it frustrating from a punting perspective. Yeah. You know, when you've got something yeah. riding on the game yeah. and, and the team in front just slows down that last couple of minutes, lays down, slow play the yep. ball. And then when they don't have the ball, they hold down and give away deliberate penalties. We because saw last two night. two points, it was happening in the yeah, uh, origin. Colin Hess, they just but, punted him but, last I'll night. I'll tell you what it fixed that. You do it like a rugby phase where, where you actually have to play out that set of six. Correct. That's the answer. So yeah. all of a sudden, Isaiah Yo yep. stretching out isn't the end of origin one. No. Oh, that, that would have been you good. Get to, that you get to play out that entire set. Correct. That That's the answer. So when they're purposely doing it, because they don't give a rats if they give two points away. Yep. Right? They no. just want to protect They're the They're up six. by more than two. Yeah. Yep. yep. They did it. Queensland did it to New South Wales. That is yeah. the answer. You have to let them go some kind of signal, regardless whether there's 10 seconds left. If it's tackle two, you've got the whole set in front of you. We've solved a lot of the yep. rugby league's problems, haven't we, already? Well, I yeah. feel like Joel needs to get onto the board of the NRL or something like that. Australian like Rugby League Commission board. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe we should start some sort of petition. There'd be no buys. There'd be rugby phases. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Uh, the it might other be th- his second time he gets hooked in his career. Yeah. <laughs> Another little thing I'd be doing too, like, are we wearing numbers for positions or we're not? So are we going to let people wear 23, 21, 64? Or if we're not, let's wear positions. So if you're a left winger, you wear two. If you're a left centre, you wear three. Because teams don't know. People don't know. When you talk left, centre, right, you have to look in the program. Number two, we should know, is a left winger. These days, two or five either side, three or four either side. Yeah. When did that swap? Because it confuses me sometimes. Like, again, talking from punting, I'm like, who's playing on the left wing? That's right. And and then... It's wrong. That's right. Yeah. So little things like, like, are we wearing numbers in position or we're not? Like, let's just get a bit fair dinkum. So there's no late, late shuffle, shuffle, reshuffle of the lineup. You have to play if you name there. Yeah. No. If clubs are seen to be playing ducks and drakes all the time mm. for integrity yeah. of the game, and they keep doing this, they'll say, "Hey, mate, sixteen times this year, your club has changed yeah, what you've yeah. published. You, yeah. You've said on the team sheet an hour out that they're playing left, but Joe Sawali's on the right, for example. And Cotter keeps lining up in number 10, Yeah, but is taking the kickoff run. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when they the two front rowers stand back, it's Taumalolo and McLean. Correct. But Cotter's wearing the number 10. And, and why, for the third week in a row, is Jacob Kiraz named on the wing? Yeah. We, we, the whole world knows he's playing centre. <laughs> but really? Uh, we're going to trick the Tigers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Noddy, Noddy doesn't, can't see that coming. Uh, yeah, anyway, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Again, it's stupid. Let's fix this stuff up. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy to have your say. The Missile Magnuson, Adrian Brzezenko, uh, Joel Kane here, and, of course, yourself, but most importantly, the Maestros here as well. A break and back with more. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.